Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. This week, my mom dropped back in on the show. We got into a variety of different topics. We recorded on Christmas Day. Didn't really prep for it at all, and it's really freeing to do a podcast like that when you're not worried about saying the right thing or asking the right questions. I just didn't prepare at all. We just had a genuine conversation. It just happened to have a microphone in between us. And I'm really grateful to be at this point in my life where I don't really worry about being perfect anymore. And I don't really worry about how stuff turns out. I'm just literally putting myself out there on this podcast. I feel like every single week I grow a little bit more as a host and learn something new about myself and definitely take something away from my guests each time. So I hope you guys are taking away as much as I am from these episodes. I really do try to put a lot of effort into this stuff and I hope that's reflective in the quality of the podcast and the quality of me as an interviewer going forward. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. This will be the last episode of 2019. So I just want to wish everyone a safe and happy new year. I wish you guys great health and just um, just really some momentum to to set some goals for next year. I know this is a time where everyone can kind of struggle going into the new year to set resolutions and goals. So I hope you can take away from stuff my mom did this year, stuff I did this year. And yeah, I just want to shoot it over to the interview. I have a little something for you guys at the end. So stick, stay uh, tuned for that. And I will talk to you guys in 2020. Christmas. Um, I really just wanted to do, because this is the last podcast of 2019, just do kind of a year in review. I thought it'd be cool to bring you in because you had um, an eventful year and I feel like you've changed a lot as a person. I've changed a lot as a person. So I thought it'd be cool to just go over what happened in 2019. Oh my God. Be happy to get this year over with. So let's just start. I know we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. I know when we recorded it, I don't think both of us really knew what we were talking about. We kind of just just said whatever, didn't really prepare too much. And I feel like that's how I want this to go. But um, you had your New Year's resolution. You're about to do your last video of 2019. What was that process like going through all year knowing that you had to do a video every week? It actually was really, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, first of all. I always think things are going to be way harder than they are. And I think a lot of it is just my fear of it. I always think everything's going to be way worse. And then it's always a pleasant surprise. So um, when I first started off, though, I said I was breaking up with fear. I was breaking up with shame and I was breaking up with guilt. And even though I said it, I didn't realize as the year went on, things started happening. It got harder as I went on. Like the tape of myself and talking, that part comes easy to me. Mm -hmm. But like what I was talking about was getting harder and harder. So... um, You know, kind of like a love-hate thing, but it gave me something to look forward to. I never was sorry that I said I would do it, and it wasn't 
like, oh God, I have to do this. I was really glad that I was able to start it and continue it. And I did get a lot of positive feedback from people. So that helped me keep going too. Mm-hmm. So um, what else were you asking me? I feel like I forget already. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But um, yeah, I think just the process of, of setting a goal at the beginning of the year because mine changed so drastically but you kind of set that goal you knew it wasn't it wasn't too big but it also wasn't too small where you had to make a commitment um just what was your thought process on like one video a week I wanted to give myself something realistic that I actually knew I could keep because in the past part of my my habits were I try and do 10 things at once Mm -hmm. and then I'm all gun-ho and excited in the beginning and then I like it's overwhelming to me and I usually quit everything. So I knew it was one thing that I could actually manage doing instead of setting myself up for failure, which has been something that I used to do a lot and um, I'm working on it. You know, I'm working on not, you know, like I want to commit and give myself commitments, but I don't want to overcommit or set unrealistic expectations upon myself which is something that I normally used to do and I'm learning not to do that because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel shitty mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> none of us do I but know I think one we all can make ourselves feel worse than anyone else can oh my God, that's one yeah. of the biggest things I learned this year and then another thing I was thinking while you were talking was um you did so next week will be your 52nd video. and This week, tomorrow. This, yeah, so tomorrow. this week is, is going to be your last one. But that consistency that you were able to accomplish throughout the whole year, there's not a lot of people on YouTube who are able to do that. And even the big people that we both follow, you see they fall off. or They take a break and don't tell anybody. Yeah. And then they apologize after they come back. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I needed a break. Yeah, four months later. Yeah. When you're like, when on their banner it says uploads every Wednesday. But I think that consistency is a huge thing. And it doesn't have to be, I think, like, I want to talk about goals a little bit as well. But like, setting a goal doesn't have to be the, it doesn't have to be huge. Right. Like, I never set them. Honestly, like last year was the first goal I set in a long time. And not only just a goal, I actually told people my goal, which Mm -hmm. I never did before. Mm -hmm. I guess because I was so used to not following through. Mm -hmm. So, sorry I interrupted you. No, that's fine. What, What makes you more accountable to other people? than yourself I wish I knew I guess I I would rather let myself down than other people which I don't know why that's okay for me it it really shouldn't be I should be the first one that I commit to and Mm -hmm. stick to stuff to but I guess worrying about what other people think of me is more important to me than what I thought of myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm working on turning that around because it doesn't matter how many people like and love me when I don't like myself. It really doesn't fill that hole Mm -hmm. that I think it would. 
but there's something with just letting other people know that that I feel like I have to. So um, that helped me so much keep my, like tell my goal and keep it. So that's what I'm realizing for accountability is I need to be accountable to other people, not just myself. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a dangerous place for me to be not to tell others, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm up to. Because then I usually don't follow through. Mm -hmm. I just don't have that competitive thing on my own. I mm -hmm. don't possess that quality. Was there any times where you didn't want to do a video? No, I actually really liked it. Like at first, when I first got started, it was really awkward me watching myself because I'm older than you. So doing selfies and taking pictures of myself um, isn't something that I, I was comfortable with or seeing myself. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that got easier but in the beginning i remember and i probably shared this in my last in one of the podcasts that i did like two trial things of myself taping myself like last october mm -hmm. or maybe no i started talking about it in october and in december i'm like if you ever think you can't do this watch this so i did one video and then i did another one just trying to give myself confidence to keep doing it but um, kind of like practicing. Yeah. But I didn't tell anybody or show anybody. It was just something that I did just to get used to seeing and looking at myself. Because mm -hmm. that's not something that I like to do. Yeah. I did that in the beginning as well. I remember I showed you like a video I did in my Jeep. I was and, so proud of you. That was so I huge. I never shared it, but I recorded it and... You kind of had you have your phone in your face and, and you're like, this is awkward you hit record, you really, you have all these thoughts in your head and then it's like, I, I don't get any of the thoughts out like in a way that makes sense or at least the way I want it to come out. But it's like the power of just doing it once and, and being okay that it's not going to turn out 100% the first time, but like really letting go and just... Um, just doing it the first time I think is super powerful. Yeah, brave. It's really brave. Yeah, it is brave. And a lot of people who I watch, that's never something I thought about before. Mm -hmm. But like now anytime I see someone do something in public or even compete in a weightlifting meet or just anything, any small thing, I'm like, wow, that is really cool. And we just went to that Christmas um, mass last night. Neither of us ever go to church. But um, <laughs> so we went to the Karen Foundation and they had like a reenactment of Mary and whatever. I'm not too and familiar. Jesus, yeah. yeah, like the whole spirit of Christmas. But even to those people and they were laughing the whole time and it wasn't too serious. But to get up there in front of 100 people... That it is, takes a lot of guts. Like, that's badass. It to, is total to badass. Like, to just be in front of people. And then we heard that one guy sing. Oh, my God. He was like an angel. Yeah. And to just get up there and sing is so, like, It was like, holy shit. Yeah. That guy was awesome. I don't even know what he sang, but I wanted to cry. It was so yeah. good. But in the, tw like, just, I think that's powerful. And now I'm able to acknowledge how cool that is. Yeah. Because I always kind of consume stuff the way on YouTube, on Facebook. 
you're just watching stuff and you're not really thinking that people are probably scared to put this out there. They, they're think they're uncomfortable with it, but they do it anyway. And you kind of just see that, see that end result. Yeah. My videos, um, they, you know, I just sat in a chair in our, in our living room, but I did not learn how to perfect them or, you know, I just did me sitting in a chair. I didn't get like a commercial or music or do anything mm -hmm. to it. Um, I think this year that might be something that I need to work on is like up in my game a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like going to the gym when people like even just proving to yourself you can go once a week. Right. That's a win. Not going five times one week and then not going the rest of the month. Yeah. So even if it took an entire year for you to be at the same level, just doing it for a year, I think, you've proved to yourself now that you can stick to something. Right. And now you can take it to that next level. Right. Like I think everyone has their... Some people advance quickly, more quickly than others right. but some people need that time and we talked about like the way you learn that you're you might learn unconventional compared to other people yeah I'm more visual like yeah. I'm more if somebody sat down with me and did it right next to me and showed me as opposed to like giving me a manual and saying like read this or I'm just, uh, it gets overwhelming to me. I would rather just sit next to a person and have them show me how to do it. Mm -hmm. Then I can learn it. But the fact of researching it on my own and trying to do it, that does not come easy to me. I'm yeah. not, that's not how I learn. Yeah. And I'm not highly motivated that way. Mm -hmm. So I think if I have somebody show me, like you, would you like to commit to that on this podcast? <laughs> I don't You're going to so. help me? Please. I can help you. But even I, I know. <laughs> but even for me, like, like I can, I can just go on YouTube and figure stuff out where that doesn't work for you. Yeah, I can figure out some things, but I'm more like be next to me and show me. Mm -hmm. I just that comes easier for me. Yeah, I think that I think that's fine, and it's great that you know that about yourself that you're not gonna set yourself up for failure buying an online course that and then not and doing, then never it. doing yeah. it yeah so you don't have a resolution yet for next year do you have any ideas yet though you know what's so funny is last year i set my resolution up to do a video once a week and this year i'm like scared that i i don't have a res a new year's resolution yet mm -hmm. and i feel like like I should have one by now. Why isn't it coming to me? Because mm -hmm. I keep praying to God to send me what I'm supposed to do next. And uh, and I'm like scared to say I have a resolution. Even though last year I was scared and I did one. Yeah. So I feel like scared to commit myself to something more. And what if I can't do it? So it's so funny that I said I broke up with fear. I broke up with shame. And I broke up with guilt. And it's still there. In the same way that I feel like today's Christmas, 2019, and I wish I had my resolution. I guess I want it to be easy, and I want it to be something that I know I can do, and I don't know what that is 
kids yet. Yeah. So I know I have to have it by um, New Year's Day. So I keep, I'm going to tell people to stay tuned to find out what it is, but it's really because I have no idea. (laughs) But I know it'll come to me. Mm -hmm. My friend says, God's never in a hurry, but he's always on time. So I know it'll come. I just don't know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know though. Yeah, me too. Every time you kind of, especially saying it out loud, it's it when you think about it in your head, it's like, okay, I could do that. But then you're like, Holy do crap. I actually want to say like this to people that I'm going to do videos every week? Or Did you make a resolution this year? Well, this so this year was to do a blog post. Right. Once a week. And I don't know how many weeks I did it for. But I knew, so your resolution was perfect for you, but I knew by my blog post that it wasn't, it wasn't really outside of my comfort zone. It was still, you made one. Yeah. That was, it starts with even making one. Yeah. But I think in the back of my head, I knew this is way under my capability. Okay. So it was like that a safe, safe yeah. resolution. Yeah. So it's I, okay to have a safe resolution though. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah. I don't think it was wrong, but I knew that I was able to do more. Right. So I think that voice in the back of my head was like, you should be doing more. You're capable. I know I was capable of more. That's the thing where for me, if I know I should be doing something. Right. Like, one, if I know I should be doing something, it probably scares the the shit out of me. Right. Like, when I started doing videos, like, even my first couple videos were just in the gym, like, just filming, but I didn't talk in them, I didn't do anything. That's okay. But, like, yeah, just to do that, I knew it was what I needed to do. Right. But just because I knew I needed to do it doesn't mean... I wasn't terrified. Right. And yeah, I think this year I've really been trying to do things that get me outside of my comfort zone. I know I talk a lot with you about the cold showers, but I am not doing that. (laughs) But that's, that's something I do every day. And it's like the voices that come inside my head when I turn that water on and feel it. Holy shit. I have no desire. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) but I feel like that's what that's something if I can prove to myself that I can do that that I can I can stay in this cold water for a minute or two then why can't I do a video why can't I do a podcast right why can't I get on a Skype call with someone who I don't know and really like put myself out there that's good but I think this year we've been talking about it like I've put myself out there, but only to the level that I'm comfortable with. That's okay. But I really, that's like my resolution for next year is to be, to be more honest and not saying I'm a liar, but like there's stuff that I haven't shared, which I think is like, it's more beneficial and makes you more personable. Right. I know you've been very open well, I also journey. was self-employed. It's yeah. easy to be open when no one can fire you but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, you know, working for myself mm-hmm. made it easier for me to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. And also being older, because I'm getting older, and um, 
not just age, but just more comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. And I think that just comes with time and age. Not, I couldn't do what you are doing at your age. Mm. I was not even close to that. So I love that you are almost half my age and you have grown so much and you are so much further along emotionally and mentally, mm-hmm. which is great. So, um, you know, but I think each, I think we were talking today. I think each generation is learning from the next, you know, and it's happening sooner for you guys. Mm-hmm. Millennials, which I, I need millennials. I need your guys. I need your opinion. I need your advice. I need you to sh- show me how to work technology. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need you guys. So um, it's great to see you learn from my mistakes, my generation's mistakes. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. And I love that you guys are learning from us and we're equally learning from you too. Yeah. I am at least. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've really been, this year I've been taking a deep dive like on learning. I'm listening to a ton of podcasts. I'm reading a ton of books. But also what I realize is that's not the the answer. Like it is, it, part, it's part of it. It's part of it, of yeah. It. yeah. But like, Everybody's different. Like how I said I learn with somebody next to me, you might learn better by reading books on your own. Like yeah. it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just, I think it's for all of us, just finding out what I need and how not, just because something works for you doesn't mean it doesn't work for me, but I still need to know what works for you because mm-hmm. it gives me ideas. And some things I'm like, my God, Angelo did that. Maybe I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I need to hear, I need to hear what you do. Yeah. And even if it doesn't work for me, it's nice to know. Yeah. Once you find out what you, what you need though, I think it's important to be able to ask for help. Oh, like we, huge. we really need each other. And as much as you learn, you say you learn from me, I learn from you and I learn from my friends at the gym and I make a mistake and I can talk to, talk about it with somebody else. Right. So really that's what I want my podcast to be like kind of an open collaboration. That's just like the groundwork that says, hey, it's okay to live different. It's okay to to quit that job you hate. It's okay to be scared and 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 do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot, I lived in fear for so long it was so normal Mm -hmm. that I didn't know that I was. Mm -hmm. You know, but I don't think, um, I'm trying not to beat myself up for it. Like we were talking about being bigger and faster and, you know, wanting to rush everything. I always feel like if I had my answer sooner, like I could avoid negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Like just skip to the ending. Yeah. And some things you just need to go through and it's not wrong. I think that's... You know, being able to put yourself out there is huge. And not worrying about what other people think of you is really big. So I think as time is going on, that's less important to me. And the people who don't like what I'm doing and don't, you know, think... They don't want to be near me either. Mm -hmm. Which I say, thank you. (laughs) You know, seriously. Mm -hmm. 
Um, what other people think of me, none of my business. I was going to bring that up. That That's one of the quotes you've always said. But how do you, how do you actually believe that? Well, I, I used to always believe that what other people thought of me was how I defined how I felt about myself. And um, usually the people who judged me the harshest, like I always wanted to prove to them that I was enough and that I was okay. And if people who I didn't really care for, I like almost tried to suck up to them to get them to like me. And I think I thought that if those people liked me that I was okay. And a lot of the times I, the people that I wanted to like me, I didn't really like them. Mm-hmm. They weren't nice people. And um, what my girlfriend said to me years ago, what other people think of me is none of my business. And it's real. It's a mindset. It's really hard to do because I was the kind of person that 99 people could say I was nice and one person could say I wasn't nice and I'd be focused on that one person and that's all I could dwell on and I would want to find that person and get them to think I'm nice. To pr- yeah, to prove yourself. Like to prove myself. And now, remember, I want haters. <laughs> you told me um, I wasn't good enough to have haters. So uh, I feel like now if people don't like me, it's like a compliment. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm more okay with it. And I think the reason why I'm more okay with it is because I'm more okay with myself. Mm-hmm. Me feeling good at m- about myself is not so dependent on what other people mm-hmm. think of me. And um, it's a hard place to get to. It took me a long time. I'm 48. Mm-hmm. So it probably around 45, I think, is when I honestly started to feel like I'm not worried what other people think of me. Not that it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. So I don't spend as much time dwelling on it mm-hmm. because I have joy in my life. We're all, I think, in a constant state of comparison too. I know for weightlifting that I compete in, you're judged solely by on what numbers you hit. So it's like, okay, if this person hits... A bigger number than you he's better than you right. but what I've really kind of took a step back and and realized is it's not about what other people are doing and it's not about how much further along other people are because I tend to compare my journey to other people's right but you don't see that in the in the backstory especially YouTube or the people who have podcasts who are really successful you go back and it's like they've been putting videos out there for seven years right and i'm only looking at the last one that's professionally produced that's sponsored by lululemon and how do you get lululemon i don't know i want i want them too (laughs) hey lululemon if you're listening we are available (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that that constant comparison we wear your clothes by the way okay well what we can afford from that no, well, my one I got for a birthday present, and I'm still wearing it. <laughs> well, all so I my love it. all my Lulu clothes are gifts. Well, yeah, I bought so. them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get in. So, um, 2020, we talked about like resolutions, but um, 
you don't really have one yet, but like, do you see yourself going anywhere? Do you? I honestly, like, I feel like 2020 is going to be a great year. I, I am ready to travel. I feel like I need to go back to Nashville. Mm -hmm. I, um, I went last year. I knew I needed to go. And when I got there, I knew I was supposed to be there. And, um, but then when I came back, I thought, I know when I'll, I, I wasn't feeling the calling to go back. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to get the itch that I need to go back there. So that's definitely some place that I need to go back to. Mm -hmm. um, also, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I wish I could tell you guys. I, I set some goals up for this year that I wanted to have a new car. And that I wanted to save a certain amount of money. And it's December 25th and... The two things haven't come true yet. I still have some days left. It could happen. Miracles mm -hmm. happen. But I would like to have a, an SUV by next year with a backup camera. That mm -hmm. would really help my neck. Have people not pull small children back when they see me in a parking lot. <laughs> or give me the finger when I'm backing up. And... Um, so I'm like, I'm scared to say what my goals are for Out Loud. And I also applied for Songland. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting for the call for them. I feel like I'm supposed to go to California. Yeah. So I'm waiting for them to call me. Yeah. I hope, I hope they're listening. <laughs> yeah. If, if anyone from Songland is listening. But I think, um, we talked, I think we talked a little bit about manifesting on the last podcast. And how we both thought it was like kind of corny. Right. But I think we both really started to actually believe in that this year. And I know you've asked for some things and you got them. I know. Like you, you asked for help and people helped you. I know. I like I actually started putting what I need out there and people did respond and are responding. So, you know, I heard a few people say, you know, throw it out into the universe. And and I really do believe that does work. And um, even even if you don't believe it, try it anyway and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, the worst that could happen is nothing, mm -hmm. you know. But I think just, you know, my biggest thing this year, I think I learned was being able to talk and for the longest time it talking seems to come really easy for me now mm -hmm. but there was and I loved to talk when I was little and everybody would tell me to shut up and stop talking and I eventually learned how to shut up and stop talking so it's taken me a long time to find my voice back and talk because I'm meant to but um I just feel like God has given me this gift to be able to speak. And I I know it's a gift. And I'm able to speak not just for myself, but for all the people who can't talk yet, mm -hmm. who are finding their voice. And I it took me a long time to find mine. So now I feel like I need to rally and help all the people who lost theirs get mm -hmm. theirs back. And I'm somebody who can help them do that. Mm -hmm. And I can do that until they're able to do it on their own. So I feel like that's something I'm meant to do. And I know it's a gift. And I take it very seriously. And um, I know I'm supposed to help people do that in 2020. That's part of what I'm meant to do. And how that is supposed to go down, 
that's the part I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to be of service. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be. I want to be of service. I want to be of service to God and I want to be of service to people. And the hardest thing for me is not knowing what that looks like, but I'm just trying to be open to whatever it looks like. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part though, not knowing. It It's fun, but it's like, I want to know now. Yeah. I want to know before, but I really am open to anything. My one friend, well, I, you know, a lot of people don't know, but I was in a car accident in early November and I have not been able to return back to the job that was my profession for over 24 years, which was a hair colorist. And I can't stand anymore for long periods of time and I can't lift my arms and I know I am not meant to go back and I, can't, I cannot physically do it. So I keep thinking, oh my God, what is my next job? How am I going to support myself financially? I'm scared because I have no backup. Mm-hmm. Like no husband, no... I have no... I'm not going to say I don't have backup. I feel like I have no financial backup mm-hmm. at this time. But God is my backup. And... um So anyway, my one friend said to me, Michelle, why don't you consider driving a van to take kids to school mm-hmm. and when you were little you came home with an application for me to be a bus driver and you were like six and you're like mom they need bus drivers and I'm like oh my god like oh that's so cute but I would never do that because yeah. I really believed I was above that yeah. and um which is such bullshit because I am above nothing And my friend came up to me when he knew I can't go back to work as a hairdresser. And he said, Michelle, I think you could drive a van and drive kids to school. He was a postman and he's retired and he now drives a van and takes kids to school. And um, I'm like, oh my God, I think I would love that. Mm -hmm. I love kids. I love driving. Uh, Not my car. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I feel like I could do that. And it's not, I'm not above that. I'm not above anything anymore. But I'm like, people who drive kids to school, it's like a pretty important job. Mm -hmm. And if you drove a van and there were kids that are disabled or not able, they said there's somebody to help, an aide would come with you. Mm -hmm. So I would just have to drive. And I'm like, oh my God, I would love that. So I feel like I'm open to whatever I'm meant to do. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm meant to do a lot of things, but I don't know how it's supposed to all go down. And that's why I'm having a hard time even saying what my resolution is, because mm-hmm. I want it to be something that's easy. <laughs> now it's recorded, though. So. I know. Jesus. So. Now it's on tape forever. <laughs> I. But that is so cool that you can, like this podcast is... Even for me, like I'm going back once in a while and listening to my old episodes and I'm like, I kind of cringe at myself a little bit the way I sound, but like just the fact that we can both leave something behind, like how powerful is that, that we're, there's an imprint. I don't know if YouTube and podcast probably won't be around forever, but for right now, long after we're gone, like there's gonna be a record, 
and like, like we're we really, leaving our mark. Yeah, yeah, we really did try to make a difference. I want to contribute. Yeah. I think for the longest time, I I was a taker and not. I needed to be a taker. I needed to take as much as I could for as long as I could, and now I'm ready to give. Mm -hmm. So I think even me being a taker, like I, I had to take in order to be well and to heal. And as that process has happened for me, I'm able to go back and share it. Mm -hmm. uh, part of my videos and my New Year's resolution was I want to talk about, and I know you're doing this too, is talk about things as they're happening instead of waiting for after they pass mm -hmm. and coming back and telling everybody yeah. how we got through it, like how we got through it, but way after. Mm -hmm. Like I want to talk about it as I'm going through it because I think it's really important to share what my normal is. Yeah. And even though something is my normal, it doesn't mean it has to be normal for somebody else. But I was always looking for somebody to, for the roadmap. Yeah. And there wasn't one. So I think you and I, this is so great that we're able to leave ours. Yeah. And, um, and I put it, you know, I talk a lot. So I don't remember if I talked to you in a podcast or if I did it in a video. But I had this thing I found on Facebook and it said, one day our stories will be part of somebody else's survival guide. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's kind of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But it's my survival guide too. You yeah. know, yeah. like I'm just learning how to survive myself. <laughs> yeah. there, well, there is a roadmap now. And for me, it's like showing people that there's no... So there's nothing out there that's going to tell you this is how you quit your job. This is right. you can you can be told how to do that. Right. Certainly you need to plan for this. You need to you should save 3 months of income, all that stuff. But really like I want to be open on what behind the scenes is like that you don't just leave your job and all the anxiety that you have goes away. Right. Like, well, what was it like for you? You were I know you were going to quit your job, but you gave your notice and then had to work for two more weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, I I was always so scared. I feel like I was always so scared of of saying the wrong thing. Right. At work. And that's a terrible place to be in that constantly I'm worried about saying that I don't like my job or I don't like my coworkers. I don't want to be here right now. This right. meeting is stupid. We're right. having a meeting about how to schedule a meeting. Like, but I couldn't say I couldn't stand up and say, "What are we doing?" Right. I know. But now I have this platform that I can I can say that. Like, really, I can say whatever the hell I want, and there's consequences. Like I've been talking about it. I said it in one of my YouTube videos, but like there's consequences to what you say and they're going to be positive or negative. Right. But really letting go of that. Of the outcome. Yeah. The outcome and then just that fear. Like for me, I feel like my big goal in 2020 is to just let it flow. Right. And, and to be present and have fun. And I'm teaching myself how to do that right now. Right. Like I'm in the middle of of learning how to have fun and it sounds so corny and it's like 
I don't know how to have fun. That makes no sense. Like I didn't but know I how to, to have fun, and I couldn't teach you how to have fun. Yeah. But it, like, it's something that I needed to acknowledge and learn about myself. That's right. what I learned this year. But I, I really want to turn the podcast and my YouTube into just like, I I can laugh at myself and I can enjoy the process and not worried about. If I, if I say this, I might lose a subscriber, or I might piss someone off, or I might get fired from my job. Right. But it's not it's not about the outcome. It's about all the people that I look up to literally say whatever they want. Right. <laughs> and maybe that freedom, maybe that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Is just to be able to uh, be yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish I knew what the hell I was looking for. I, I think know. we all wish we knew what we... Yeah. I think peace, security, and endless bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking that you're going to have peace and security if From you have yeah. an en- endless bank account. Yeah. Which I know lots of people with really big bank accounts and they're not happy and they have no peace. Mm-hmm. So I know that's not the solution. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it is for me either. But it would also be nice to to have some have some financial freedom as well. That would be really nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I well, we're working towards it. Yeah. Like I know, I know, when I tell other people what I'm doing, they're like, "Oh, are you making money?" Or like, "How do you monetize that?" And it's like, what I'm doing now is gonna pay off. But you can't see it yet. Right. But you have to go through this period where it looks like you're doing nothing. Like you're putting out content, but it doesn't... I'm not making a gain from this right now. Right. But this is a period that we both need to go through. Right. But I think we are making a gain from it, but it's not a financial gain. It's like we're reliable, we're dependable, we're consistent, we're Mm -hmm. available. There's a lot of positive things that we're getting and giving and it's not um you know you're not seeing a dollar from it but a lot of times that's what's sad about now is like everything's about the almighty dollar and everything boils down to money and for me I've seen a lot of people think if they have the money first everything else will come Mm -hmm. And I'm learning now, if you have everything else first, then the money comes. comes. And um, I know for me, you know, I always thought money was going to make me happy. And there's been times in my life when I've been able to buy whatever I want, whenever I want. And guess what? Still weren't happy. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not that. It's connection. It's, you know, do I have friends? Do I have people that care about me? You know, do I have somebody to go to the movies with? Do I have somebody to go out to eat with? You know, do I have somebody to talk to when I'm going through a hard time? Not um, what's in my bank account. Like, that that doesn't buy that. Mm -hmm. So. All right, so I do want to wrap this up. We're getting kind of long here. But what's um, one tip that you could give to somebody who's trying to set some goals for 2020? To just do it. Just do it. And uh, even if you're not able to keep it for an entire year, like do what you can. That's all. Like just get started. And then I know for me for a long time I wasn't able to follow 
through with stuff. It's taken a long time to be able to not sabotage myself. But for me, telling people out loud what I was up to helped me tremendously. So if I could give anything to anybody else is try and make yourself accountable to somebody else other than yourself. Mm -hmm. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. 20 so thanks again to my mom for coming on the podcast. Um, just a quick few notes before you guys take off. Make sure to share this on your Instagram story. Share it on Facebook. Uh, it just really helps me get the podcast to new people and a new audience. So anything you guys would do to help me grow would be greatly appreciated. Again, Happy New Year. Hope you guys have an awesome year. I can't wait to be with you back in 2020. And I will talk to you guys later.